0: Skype means World Talk netting that a with Tammy and Reggie. World Talk hot tea. bringing you the heat to the off the green, to the It's the Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles podcast. It's the Bonnet Chronicles podcast. We back up in this thing. How y'all doing? How, you know, it's I, I just always want to know how you doing. Not that y'all can answer me, child, but I always want to put the little feelers out there and let you know I care. I'm Tammy Roman.
1: Reggie Youngblood.
0: We up in this thing. It's the Bonner Chronicles podcast. Thank you for joining us today, um, child. This has been some week, right, Ray? Yes, it
1: has. A lot of good things to talk about. Some crazy stuff in the news as usual. So we let's let's chop it up. What were we getting into?
0: Well, you know, this happened a little while ago, but I remember seeing a story, uh Courtesy of The Shade Room. Shout out to The Shade Room. Uh, about Halle Berry. Now, you know I love me some Halle Berry. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. L- like, when I was trying to break back into acting, Halle Berry had a show called Extant. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was on CBS. And I went to the audition, you know, and truthfully, you know, let me tell y'all something. When you auditioning and shit, um, there are those roles that you're like, ooh, bitch, this is me. This I'm about to get this one. This about to blow me up. You know, and so you put your all into that audition, mm-hmm. knowing the material, you know, what you're going to wear to the audition, all of that. Well, that ain't how this went. I got the material, and I was like, child, Halle Berry is not going to pick me <laughs> to play her best friend. So, but I'm going to go on in. Because you, as an actor, you never want your agent to feel that you're not going out on auditions. you know. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let me just try to pull it together, child. I slapped on a wig, pulled it into a ponytail. I wore jeans, a tank top. And some (laughs) flip-flops to the audition.
1: Uh, Them regular little flip-flops I hate.
0: Yes, those that you hate. My little slide-ins. And I went on in there and did the audition. Child, the next day, I got a call Mm -hmm. from my agent saying that I had gotten the role to play Halle Berry's best friend, on her show, Extant.
1: You ain't putting no pressure on yourself. You just went in there and did it.
0: Yes. And I said, well, this is the new, new. This the new, new way I'm going to do auditions from <laughs> now on, y'all. I'm just not going to give a fuck and see if I get it. But um, I was so happy. And so when I showed up to set, I have to give y'all this backstory so that y'all can understand why I loves me some Halle Berry. Some Halle Berry. So uh, showed up to the set. And there was a beautiful bouquet of roses. Everybody knows I love roses. They were white. Everybody knows I love white roses. Now, let me tell you why I love white roses. Because I feel like red roses, you can get those on the side of the road. See, I live in California, and it's always someone of the hispanic persuasion on the side of the road selling fucking roses and flowers and so i feel like you didn't invest time but them white ones you can't get them on the side of the road mm-hmm. them yellow ones you can't get them on the side of the road <laughs> you know so when you give me some white roses i be like they love me so anyway um it was and it was a card and the card said Tammy Roman welcome aboard, welcome to the family. I knew when I saw your audition tape that there was no one else that could play my sister. And so she said, welcome aboard, sister, even though I was playing her best friend. You know, but those were the words that she used. I remember it like it was yesterday. And so um, I ended up on Extant. With her and Cameron Manheim and all these phenomenal actors. And it meant so much to me at that time because, of course, I was doing Basketball Wives and I had been on it for a while and had totally forgot about acting. Mm -hmm. So quite honestly, I was like, can that bitch still act? (laughs) You know, so uh, no shade, no tea to myself. But. I pulled it out, and I'm, and so I will just always love her because she started that train of me just getting back into acting. So anyway, The Shade Room posted an article where Halle Berry was supposed to be playing a trans man in an upcoming film, right? Mm-hmm. But she backed out. Of playing this character. They got
1: on her head.
0: The LGBTQ community was offended. And I think there was something where they were bothered by an interview that she did. And in the interview, she said, That's what I want to experience and understand and study and explore. It's really important to me to tell stories. And that's a woman. That's a female story. It changes to a man, but I want to understand the why and how of that. I want to get into it. Now, people were offended. Somebody actually even uh, took to Twitter and their response to what I just read you was, this is Halle Berry talking about playing the role of a trans man. It. It. That's a woman, a female story. Leave us the fuck alone if you hate us this much. Wow. Yeah. So she came up against a lot of backlash, Reg. Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, I'm trying to understand why.
1: The trans community, they are underrepresented in Hollywood. So i I guess they want one of their own to represent their story, which I understand. But at the same time, were you going to go get a real blind man to play Ray? You feel me? So these people are actors.
0: Oh, man, that's you know, good. Yeah,
1: These, these people that's are actors, and they, and they are hired to portray a story. They are professionally trained to portray stories. So they are going to do roles. They may be a man, have to play a woman. A woman have to play a man. A man have to play a homosexual. A woman have to play a lesbian. Yep. So, you know, they're working.
0: Because I'm not a lesbian, and I had to play one in a film.
1: But you... We had this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's just keep it 100. We had this conversation. We're not going (laughs) to (laughs) go. But let's let's keep on the train about Hadley right now. Excuse
0: my squeaky-ass chair. But, so... That's the thing. Actors are hired. Mm-hmm. We get into acting because it gives us the opportunity to play things that we're not. Right. And to bring the words of the paper to life. To life. Yeah. Halle Berry is one of the most respected actors in the business, let me tell you something. I remember Halle Berry was the first chick, not black, not white, but the first chick mm-hmm. to get 20 million dollars to play in a movie.
1: Was that for the James
0: Bond movie? No, this was, this was before oh, James before Bond. 14? Yeah, before James Bond, she probably got 50, 60 million. I don't know, Shit. child. But Halle Berry, cool. Let me just say that. <laughs> but, um, You know, and so it's her job. So imagine hating on somebody Mm -hmm. for doing their job. Now, what I will acknowledge, okay, Mm -hmm. because I know that there's um, a lot of hurdles that people have to get over when they feel they are misrepresented. Right, right. Okay, so I'm not taking that away from this conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, you know, I'm sure that people feel that why couldn't a trans man play this role?
1: But is that trans man, a highly trained actor, a Oscar winning actor that's going to really do the part justice. That's what we got to get into. You can't just be giving people roles because because of race or gender. Correct. You know, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I believe that because that's not fair, neither. Because if you're just gonna give a trans person a role just because they are trans, that's not fair to a classically trained actor that's been grinding and really deserved this role.
0: Right. I. I. I do agree with that. I. And. And let me tell you something. Halle Berry is not homophobic. Okay. I know this for a fact.
1: You can't be homophobic working in Hollywood
0: at all. <laughs> at all. That's
1: just what it is. You
0: know. But, you know, they they really took her comments out of context, especially the person who said like because she used words like it and this is a she female story. She wasn't even
1: saying like it it like that, like ooh, the you know yeah. she wasn't saying it. She's like get into it, like she's trying to get into the role. She's trying to get into the role. They, and they into get the so project. offended and just and, start reaching. And this reaching. movie
0: was a female who goes to male, right? You know, and so we don't really know how the project was outlined. What was the format of the project? Was the journey being female? For most of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then transitioning. Like at
1: the end. At
0: the end. Yeah. So from that standpoint. A trans man. Could not have played it. Because they've already transitioned. Right.
1: Already. Uh, you know. And so.
0: <laughs> I, I mean that's my thought process on it. And so. Because uh, I, I. You know. Please forgive me. If I'm speaking out of context. But my assumption is. If you're a trans man. You've already. You've already. Transitioned and are now living life as the way you identify, right. which is male. Right. Like shares child. Child. Yeah, yeah I'm saying shares child. Right. Was a female at birth mm-hmm. and transitioned and is now male. Right. Right. Okay. So if you're doing a movie and the journey is going from female to male. Mm-hmm. That's the plot of the story, right? Yep. You've got to start with a female. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you got to start with a female. And then... (laughs) I'm just trying to. i trying just, to break. It I'm down. trying to break it down, Reg, <laughs> because I just I really wanted to understand, you know. And so it's no different than Billy Porter, who I love on a show called Pose, and so many other wonderful things, is now playing a fairy godmother uh, in a in in the upcoming film. Right, he's he's a male and he's playing the role of fairy godmother. Well, a lot of cisgender women could be like, it's supposed to be for a female. Go ahead on and give it to a female. You know, but no, it's like we are accepting of every person, race, gender, creed, color. You know, that's what the world is supposed to be about, equality. Mm -hmm. And certain things the LGBTQ community champions – Mm -hmm. And sees nothing wrong with it, a la Billy Porter playing a fairy godmother, Mm -hmm. but will down an Oscar winning actress who was hired to do her job. Mm -hmm. They don't agree with that and felt like it should have gone to a trans man. And I agree with you. I think you hit, I'm talking a lot, but I, I agree with you. I think you hit it on the head. Why they didn't find a blind man to play Ray? Right.
1: You know, if, you, if you're
0: <laughs> going to go all the way there.
1: Or like roles when people playing like mentally challenged people, why they didn't go, go find a real mentally challenged person to put in this role? Because it's just not going to come to life, I suppose, to. Right. Imagine if somebody else played Forrest Gump. That right. Mo- that movie wouldn't be Forrest Gump, man. True. So, you know, you just got to accept the situation for what it is. Hallie is a talented actress, and Oscar-winning actress, and she's going to bring the role to life. That's and I
0: would have liked to have seen it. I would have liked to have seen it because now we're up against um, you know because you remember when, remember when um,
1: <laughs> g- Boys Don't Cry with... Uh, oh yeah. With uh, you know, uh the girl... I, f- I know a movie what, you're you talking about. You know what about. I'm talking about. When yeah. she
0: played con- at this yeah, at the time like, it was basically we didn't know Or I wasn't familiar with the proper term. Yes, yes. And so, when that movie came out, it was pivotal, right? Like Mm -hmm. in terms of getting that story out there. A lot of us weren't um, educated on the trans community, Mm -hmm. and that movie did phenomenally with a female playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, as a transgender man, and it, it's just crazy, man. Like they actually just took money out this woman' pocket because she didn't want to deal with the shit. She like, you know what? Fuck it, y'all can have it. I'm, I'm out.
0: But, but she was sensitive
1: to what they were saying. Yeah, she was sensitive to what they were saying. I'm sure, but I'm sure. Hallie was like, Hey man, you know what? I, I just Fuck don't want it. the hassle. I don't I yeah. don't want the hassle because I see what it's turning into and I feel it. but it's a damn shame yeah. that in this day and age these people get offended by the simplest shit in my opinion is it's simple shit. Well it's simple beauty is not your issue.
0: But, man... I'm... It's just like we get upset about hey man, Black Lives Hey, man, hey,
1: man, say man. people are
0: like, they mad about that? Well, yes the fuck we are because that's our
1: issue, right? Man, listen, Black Lives Matter, I feel like that's a whole nother issue. This shit, Black Lives Matter, <coughs> hey, man, mm-hmm. they killing us. Like, they really killing us out here for years. hmm For years, mm-hmm. so I feel like that can't compare in my opinion.
0: Okay, and you have a right to that. <laughs> yeah. So he has a right to that,
1: whether you agree or disagree. I'm sorry if y'all get mad at me, I'm sorry, but this is this is my opinion, simply my thoughts. Mm-hmm. That is it.
0: The Bonnie Chronicles podcast. What's your opinion? Not opinion, your opinion, on fifty cent then mm-hmm. came out. And said, I don't know if you saw this, but he did an interview with Lil Wayne on his podcast and basically said that black men like to date exotic women because it looks so different than the shit they grew up seeing in the neighborhood.
1: Alright, first of all, I just want to say everybody has their preference, right? You like what you like. You can't help that. But for me, man, that's that's not my story, because I know, for me, I feel like once a black man makes it, and you hit a certain number, like, I feel like you should go back and grab your black woman and lift her up. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you lifting up our people, our community, and I feel like another race of yeah, they fun to fuck on, you know what I'm saying, date or whatnot. Oh. But oh, you can't. I feel like another race of woman can't relate to me. You don't know what it was, like, what it was like growing up in Studio Wood, nigga, in a trap. Mm-hmm. Like laws coming in, kicking your granny down and shit. They can't relate to that. hmm But
0: is there? But isn't there something about? So what I feel. I want to get my question right because I respect what you just said, and I I know your family, Mm -hmm. and I know that your family hails a
1: a plethora of black
0: black, strong black
1: women. And the baddest foreign exotic women, guess what? Go look at their lineage.
0: Yeah, they come from (laughs) yeah. So in that sense, did he did he really say anything that was derogatory? Two black women. If uh, we understand that everyone spawns from a black female, I don't. This
1: is the thing with Fifty Man. I don't think he meant it in a derogatory way. I just felt like how he say shit in his tone and shit. You know, it rub people the wrong way because that's him. And the way he said, you know, they not exotic and that shit. I grew up with. <laughs> I know that pissed them off. Mm-hmm. It definitely pissed them off. But that's that man preference You can't get mad at the man for his preference this, But this really just like the Be Simone shit In a different way if right. you think about it, right, and I really wasn't that mad at B. Simone because that's her preference. You can't get mad at people they like what they like. If right she, if she like. just want entrepreneurs and she don't want a nigga that wasn't nine to five, that's her preference. Same with Fifty. He just want exotics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mean? when he got that bread. But
0: would Fifty now? My question always is mm-hmm. and will always be:
1: Would he have these hoes if he had the money? Yes,
0: if he wasn't Fifty. Fifty cent. probably
1: would. I feel like 50, well, 50, he, he a smooth talker. You know, he in shape. I feel like 50, he'll still get some bitches. But I don't know if he, if he going to get all these exotics like he getting. Yeah,
0: that's, I, I'm not doubting that he would get He just have to females. Get, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I know all men can pull a female. You know, ah. if, you, if you got a little bit of... Little yeah, bit a little something. A little something to yourself. Okay? But I think that if 50 was, like, in the neighborhood... Um, he wasn't a mega millionaire. I don't know if he would get the type of exotics that he probably has access to now.
1: Yeah, because it's all about access. If you can get the access to them, you can get them. But if you can't get into these events where they be at flocking and shit, you're not going to get them. Yeah. Well, here's my thing.
0: I don't care.
1: <laughs> Be even, man. It's that bad who preference. You,
0: who you date, okay? Who you feel like you want to spend your life with, okay? I really don't care. Lo- to me, who you love is who you love. And I always say this with uh, Omari Hardwick. You know, he has... I believe she's Caucasian. I'm not sure of her exact heritage, but she's not a black woman, right? And people always going in on this brother because of who he's married to and who yeah. he loves, right? And I feel I feel like that's that's not where I come from. Right. I, I feel like who you love is who you love. Now that we've gotten past that, but do not under any circumstances down the black female and make us feel less than Mm -hmm. and make us feel like we're not worthy because you like a certain thing. Right. That's where I have the problem.
1: You you felt like he was down in black women?
0: Well, he said like the shit he used to see in the neighborhood. And to me, that felt derogatory because let Mm -hmm. me tell you what I do know. I'm from New York, okay? Mm -hmm. White Plains, New York have lived in Brooklyn, have lived in Manhattan, have lived in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Black women are beautiful up one side and down the other. So even if it is the bitch from the neighborhood, you better know she was a bad bitch. And that's what I didn't like.
1: But this is 50 coming from the ad. He talking to his partner, Wayne, like, when he say that shit, it don't mean, like, bullshit. Shit is just like a, um, what's the word? A noun in that... <laughs> Well, is it a noun, a person, place, or a thing? Yeah, it's a noun in that aspect, the way he was using it. I don't feel he was being derogatory, man. I think what he said had some trigger words, and it triggered the black women, and now they mad. It
0: it didn't trigger me in the sense of, like, fuck 50, because I think 50 is fucking hilarious right I think he's hilarious and he has his own sense of humor I think he's talented and I think he is an exceptional businessman who has yeah all that. did some shit that people only wish they could do I also am familiar with his woman uh, I, I don't know if she's his wife yet or not but I, I, I um, her Instagram name is Cuban something every now and again he mentions her or you see her on his page, right? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay,
0: beautiful. You can tell she's not all black, right? Mm -hmm. But mixed with something, right? And I love them as a couple. Here again, you can like and love whoever it is you want to. I I have no conversation for you or opinion on it. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like there was a better way for him to say that
1: it was—it's definitely a better way to say it, but that's—and
0: then you're having a conversation <laughs> with Little Wayne, and you already know what the public feels about him, and and and, and I could tell that it was a moment because even Little Wayne's daughter Regine mm-hmm. came out with a tweet and said, "I'm black, I'm beautiful, I'm strong," I'm, I'm, you know, and a, a of bunch of. Of course, she things.
1: gonna do that when the when the fucking flock come and gas it. When they put that flame on it, she reading the shit, she probably getting heated, so she gonna make her comment. But I, I still don't feel that meant it that way. True, he could have said it better, but I don't feel he meant it in that way, how people taking it. Okay. I don't feel like that.
0: Well, <laughs> I, 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 I took it a certain way, and I have to say that although... Like I said, I wasn't affected to the point of it's like, well, fuck 50. Mm-hmm. You know, he canceled. It wasn't that. But I feel like there's, there there needed to be some repercussions for coming out your mouth like that. Like he, mm-hmm. not that, let me, and let me be clear he doesn't deal in repercussions <laughs> like whatever he says and whatever That's he does what
1: said.
0: he sticks with it, stands by it, and don't give a fuck he even came back on his Instagram and basically was like I said what the fuck I said yeah. you know and so he stands by it but you know I still think he needs to be, to be accepting and understanding of how that could make women black women feel
1: but then it could be
0: because we deal with this so much reg we deal with this Mm. so much even in our own communities unfortunately like here again growing up in New York it's like you know I'm I'm black and sprinkles of other stuff so I have a, a, a you know growing up I had a certain type of look and hair texture and then I would come across you know Puerto Ricans who were lighter than me and had better textures, I guess. You know, there really is no good or bad texture, but you know what I'm saying. It had it had a little more limp and they curl. My shit was a little tighter. But I'm just saying, you know, and guys would flock to them. And so African American women are always put in positions, if you don't come from an environment and a household that uplifts you and empowers you to where you could feel less than, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about my shade, you know, I don't know what the people who were browner than me were even feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's so much even dissension in the African American community. So in a moment where you could uplift
1: yeah, that's true, too. A sister? But, I mean, like, they was just having a conversation, babe. So, he he just... That's that man's preference. That's his That's his preference at the end of the day. He could have been a little more compassionate. Yes. You know what I'm saying, but...
0: Because he comes from a black woman.
1: Right, but then again, you should... Maybe growing up, the, the black girls in the hood, they wasn't feeling them. They probably... Dogged him or something So now he probably like Motherfucker, I'm on So fuck y'all That could be That could be an issue too You know <laughs> That's that's some shit He could've went through So now he like I got money I look good Nah Bitch, I don't want you Give me that exotic bitch That's how he feel
0: Oh my god I just I don't know if I can continue This conversation <laughs> Because I just I just I don't agree with it In the sense of like you like exotic bitches. Say that. Leave it at that. Well, for me personally, I like exotics.
1: Okay. He you know. Just said, if he just said that right, mm-hmm. you would have been okay. What, what really pissed you off? The shit back in the hood?
0: Yes. Because <laughs> I'm from back in the fucking hood. And so it's like, you know, like we could have dated back in the day, you know, because it was like the shit that was accessible, the shit that was there. But now that you on and popping man, I don't want that shit. You know, that shit, I was just settling for that shit. And it makes, and then the (laughs) implication is that the black woman is not good enough. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what hurt about that statement. You know, and he'll, he assuredly, he will never care because he, he doesn't deal in the land of repercussions. But, you know, it really did just hurt. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why I, you know, I have so much respect for you. I mean, because you too, like you have played in the league, you've had millions of dollars, you know, the contracts and all that shit. And you got with a black woman. Now, I'm not saying that you ain't fucked on some exotics, but when you chose to settle down you decided to go with something that you were familiar you yeah, know
1: yeah I, I love black women <laughs> like I said I didn't I didn't have them all any race you can think of, I probably didn't knock them down so I need a black woman that's just what it is <laughs> my that's what I was raised with. You know, my granny, yeah, my shout out mama, to Mama
0: Lena, because that woman is a strong yeah. representation. Mama Viola, that's what I, need. I didn't get the opportunity to meet your mom, may she rest in peace, but I could if if Mama Lena is an example of what your mama was, it was yeah. just strength up one side and down the right. other in that's, that household. That's all
1: I saw and that's what I married. <laughs> so, you know, but at the end of the day, you can't knock a person for their preference. You cannot, like, I got a partner, he don't talk nothing but light-skinned black women. And see. And he, he tell, he say, I'm color-struck.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, he say he color-struck and all he dated is light-skinned women.
0: And that is so unfortunate. And I'm not going to sit up here as a light lighter-toned female and try to understand what, a browner female goes through with colorism because I I can't I can't relate yeah. to their Shit. not
1: only not only the women the men too growing
0: up light skin ain't never been in but well light skin was in for a minute back when Albie Shore was out man like, listen I mean,
1: growing up my cousins used to call me a charcoal burnt biscuit wow <laughs> like for real and you know my cousins they yeah look they're all Frenchmen you know, yeah they, <laughs> they Frenchmen yeah so mm-hmm. they they call me. Uh, charcoal burnt bitch, that fucked with me as a kid. Like, goddamn, why they? Mm, did you feel like you looked like when you looked at yourself? Did it weigh
0: on your psyche? Like, well, I do look different than them. Am I? Am I less than? like yeah. this is good because
1: before I got to school, then I seen the, the girls like me. Then it didn't matter what. Yeah, they that's said. what I was
0: gonna say because the girls we like.
1: Yeah, it don't matter know, if I was parents, tall and shit. Juice. So yeah, I was fly. So it did. It didn't matter. Once but I, it could have. It could have. Mm-hmm. It definitely could have. But it, it bothered me for a little, maybe like a, a school year. I'm like, fuck. So right. I just fought every day. See, like that you lashing out. Yeah, we just fought every day. But Not then that. after a while, I like, you know what? Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't never had no problems.
0: Wow. You know, I don't want to. I think colorism is a bigger uh, Conversations so in the
1: I, black community. In
0: in the black community, so I don't want to go too far into that because I think it deserves its own conversation, and I think we probably could have it based on the fact that you're of a browner tone.
1: I'm black. Yeah, listen, go, yeah, you're I'm black. a I'm a black motherfucker.
0: <laughs> That's true. Shit. But um, so so I don't want to get too far. But I but so fifty. You have a right to your. Opinion and your taste and what it is that you like. Reggie feels it's okay f- for you to have it and have expressed it. I also feel that you can like what you like. I'm always a champion for love is love and I don't, you know, down anybody for their choices. But what I do ask is that you keep black women out of the comparison phase, out of the, the, the topic of conversation that skews towards making us feel less than any other woman that's out there. That's the part I don't agree with. But I did see on another, on the baller alert, shout out to them over there where black men It's coming to the rescue for (laughs) black women. There are some brothers out there (laughs) who do appreciate the black queens of the world. So what happened on this story, Reg?
1: So they was in like a civic center, and this white guy was arguing with a black lady. His girlfriend was spitting on people. Oh! So the black woman was like, you got me fucked up. So the white boy proceeds to swing on the woman, caught her like one or two times. Oh my God! And then the some random black guy came, put them hands on him, knocked his teeth out, ran his head into a chair.
0: Yes, we love
1: it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, so
0: if I had my applause sound effects, they go right here. Hey,
1: <laughs> he put that work in.
0: And that's what you're supposed to do. And I absolutely. Also, I also saw uh, in uh, Louisiana, the black militia. You know, uh the uh the officers would always target females that were out at these protests. And the black militia came out with their guns, mm-hmm. baby. They like they they licensed to carry in an open carry state, mm-hmm. and they showed up like do it again. Mm-hmm. So shout out to y'all and thank y'all to the ones who continue to support, uplift. Empower and come to the aid of the black queen. Because let me tell you something, you got to protect us at all costs. You do. Because if you go back through your heritage and your lineage, we birthed all you motherfuckers. And that's it. As we're about to get up out of here don't forget we are on patreon if you want to check us out over there's patreon.com backslash bonnet chronicles podcast you can email us if you'd like bonnet chronicles podcast at gmail.com and you know we all over fucking social media i'm tammy roman t-a-m-i Please don't add an M and don't add an I-E and don't add two I's and don't add a couple T's. A Y. A, a Y and a Y. <laughs> That's right. It's T-A-M-I, Roman, and uh official Bonnet Chronicles on Instagram. And where you at, Reg? You can
1: find me on Instagram and Twitter at ReggieYB1.
0: That's it. We about to go up out of here. That's hot topics for the day. It's the Bonnet Chronicles podcast. The Bonochronic Chronicles podcast podcast Stapens Avenue. A podcast <clears throat> A podcast network.